Welcome, world, to episode 142 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. I'm Chance. I write the games of Chance at blogspot.com. And with me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how you doing this week? I am here. I'm not in Canada, so I am not stoned. <laughs> I, I am in Canada, and I am also not stoned. What's wrong isn't with you? That, isn't that like your legal obligation yeah, now as a Canadian citizen no, to go out and... I was, reading a, I was actually reading a piece, I forget where it was the other day, but it was something like how roughly 10% of Canadians actually smoke weed. Yeah, that's not a whole hell of a lot. No. That number won't go up either. Yeah, no, like it's, it's like somewhere between 10 or 15%, and the number goes up or goes down based on province. And um, so, yeah, like I think it's a good thing as far as taking money away from organized crime and, and taxes. And... That, that, yeah, like that's why there's a lot of um, people on, on the border cops in America know that if we legalized weed, it would cut the Mexican cartels off at the knees. Yeah, and... They're calling for it. And, like, I, I think that's very, very positive, and I can definitely see that as a positive, but the way that the legalization is happening up here doesn't reflect the way it's, like, legal in Colorado, where, like, there's these bars open everywhere, and here's, like, an incredible variety of really interesting products that all use cannabis or whatever. Up here... It's like these places have to apply for, like, I'm sure they have to apply for a license in the States, but what they can and can't sell is strictly limited. Um, there was a guy at work today who was complaining about something called a CBO or CBD or something yeah, like that. No idea. No yeah, idea I don't know what the acronym means, but it was something to do with um, basically healthcare products. And he was talking about... Um, he was talking about this girl in the states who had seizures, and the only and her family eventually moved her to Colorado because these these drops that you just drop in her mouth reduced her seizure seizures to essentially zero. And well, cannabinoid yeah. oil, or yeah, cannabinoid like oil, yeah. yeah. I think we, Kristen Bell like takes like a medically minuscule amount of weed, and she got like arrested for it. Oh. Yeah, like like she takes like pills that have like a like a fraction of the THC. Yeah, and she just does it for anxiety. And so it's like it's it's um, it's it seems to be blocked off. Like in Canada, I don't know how it is in the states, but if you walk into a um, a convenience store in Canada, you don't see cigarettes on the walls. You don't see an ad that cigarettes are sold here anywhere. The cigarettes are behind a curtain or in the back. You have to ask for them, <clears throat> and that's. Um, that's kind of how it's being treated, and so it's not accessible. Like, I was kind of expecting and hoping that it would be treated like alcohol, and it's not. Right. Like, you can only I th – I think you're only allowed to have 30 grams of it at any time, and I think about these people I know who have, like, full bars in their home, and I'm like, that's not quite equivalent. Like, it still yeah. seems – it still seems like uh, – I don't want to say prohibitive, but it's not really liberalized. Yeah, it's like – it's – Ah, uh, it's like a it's like a line in Soviet Russia. Like you can have this amount and that's it. Yeah, and, and there's no I don't I don't see the reason for that. Like what is what is someone going to do with a pound of marijuana that they wouldn't do with thirty ounces? You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna smoke it, or give it to their friends and smoke it with their friends. Like like yeah. that's it. Um, they're gonna get really stoned and go. Yeah. to... Tom Hortons, Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons. There was, a, I think there Tim was Tim Hortons. A, uh, ah, damn it! I screwed the punchline. I think there was a police commissioner that was testifying in some court case, and I think it was, like, I think it was, it must have been California, where she was talking about how like, there, alcohol is a much bigger problem in terms of like public safety. Oh God, yeah, and, like violence. Yeah, it's like violence, murders, car accidents, alcohol, big one. 
Yeah, and it's just like people, people who are stoned, they just want to find a comfy chair and a pack of chips. Yeah, they just want to chill out. And not only that, but there's there's all kinds of stuff up here about driving while high and what we're going to do when, if we catch you driving high. And uh, the government of Manitoba, where I live, is actually pissed off because they don't think that the federal government was fast enough on... Uh, telling them what the expectations were for catching people driving while high and providing funding for these test kits that actually allow you to test someone right there to see if they're stoned or not. I didn't even know such a thing existed. No, I don't think I. it does. But here's the thing. Just look at their eyes. Yeah. I've, I've driven with people who were high. And you know how they drive? Fine. Slow. <laughs> they drive slow. They drive cautious because they're paranoid and they don't want to get caught. And like so I, I would much, much sooner drive with someone who was stolen than someone who was drunk. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, for that segue, Alex is Hello, here. Alex. Alex is back. Hello. We missed you, Alex. I missed you too. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have been here last week. This is better than working. Is it? No, it is. Harley says meow. And Harley's meowing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's meowing quite a bit. Not hissing. No, okay. he's not hissing anymore. It's really nice. I come in and he meows at me. Right. It's so, nice when they stop being mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> That's or so or definitely afraid, too. whichever that is. So before we get to any video games, I have a, a paranormal experience I need to talk oh, about. Shit. Oh, shit. Okay. On, 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 I don't remember what night it was, Friday or Saturday night. I, I woke with a start. And I don't know if you've ever had sleep paralysis or mm-hmm. not, but usually sleep paralysis is you wake up, you can't move, and there's the feeling there's something in the room, right? Yeah, there's a movie called The Nightmare about those guys. And yeah, I actually watched part of it. It freaked my wife the fuck out. It's great until it says demons did it. Yeah, then it was like, no, it's in your, it's in your head. But anyway. No, they, they, these people have broken lives because they can't sleep, and they yeah. believe it's demons, and that's kind of yeah. sad. <laughs> so I, I wake yeah. up, and, and I can move, and I don't have my contacts on. I kind of squint my eyes, and there, it looks like there's like a, a, a woman standing at the foot of the bed, kind of okay. in profile, and kind of old-timey clothing, and standing sideways, and it's weird because she was, like, taller than she should have been. So it's like she wasn't standing on the floor. It was either kind of standing on a box or floating. I couldn't I couldn't see because I'm squinting, and I'm staring, and I don't know who it is, and I can't figure out what's going on. And, and it's that it hits me that I realized that this this is the ghost of Emily Dickinson. She's in my room. <laughs> okay. And as soon as I realize who it is, she begins to speak. And I, I can't tell you what she said, but I, I can tell you that... It had a very simple rhyme scheme, and then it could have been sung to the tune of Yankee Doodle Dandy or the theme to Gilgit's Island. That's terrifying. And just, I mean, it wasn't very long. It was like one or two minutes, and then, and then, and then she stopped, and, and I heard what sounded like a, a horse carriage outside. Like, I heard a whip crack and a horse's hooves on the ground, and it okay. pulled up, like, outside the window, and there's a bell. Just a single bell rang. And Dickinson, she like started, like the bell, she was surprised by the bell and turned and looked at me and her eyes were just empty and dead. Yeah. Someone who has been gone a long time and, and is, was unappreciated in her time and is still relatively unappreciated. And, and suddenly she was in my face, like she was still standing at the, at the foot of the bed, but she was over me and like nose to nose and I could uh. feel her cold breath and, 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 and she exhales and, and, and says one more thing. I remember this. She says, I, that chance fellow. I knew it. I knew where this was going. I knew where this was going too. 
And then the, the bell rang again, and she was gone. And the horse carriage rolled away on the outside, and, and, and she was gone. And I'm laying there going, wow, I, I was visited by the ghost of Emily Dickinson. Yeah, well, fuck her. And she came just to tell my friend Chance to get bent. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Tell her she's cheesy. <laughs> I, 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 I'm in awe of your three-minute setup. Thank you so much. Okay, but speaking of scary stories, I've been mean I've okay. been meaning to put this on the blog, and it's not a scary story of mine at all. But every year, uh, the gawk, ex gawker said, I guess Jezebel does a uh, yeah. Do, they do these things that they call pissing contests, where it's like, tell us the story of your worst first date, tell us the story of you know the best sex you've ever had, the shittiest sex you've ever had. It's called pissing contest, and so people write like thousands upon thousands of comments, and they pick the best ones and do an article. And so, uh, if anyone wants to check this, I love these stories. I fucking love these stories because these are all when they're like, yeah. these are all stories from real people. Some of them are actually supernatural. Some of them, like one of the ones this year, was a woman telling the story of how she was raped. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So the, I don't, I don't know that that one's gonna make it in. Knowing Jezebel, it will. Um, but a lot of it is just like you know, it could be creepy people or generally supernatural. But one of the best ones ever, like Alex, did you read the one that was like turn around? Um, I'm thinking of like the more I don't know if they're like they, they read more um like fiction to me some of them like I think like intentional fiction I think I'm thinking of um they're a horror story contest that they have going on no it's not that it's 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 tell us your tell us the true creepy stories that have happened to you no I haven't seen that okay so if you want to check this out uh, just go to Google type Jezebel scary stories and it actually popped right up but the title of the article is it's the scariest time of the year send us your true life uh, spookiest stories. And one of the ones I'll, I'll, I'll always remember it as like the, <clears throat> the pinnacle for me. So the story, story goes, this kid comes home to do his homework and his parents and his family are out for the night. And so, um, when they get in the zone with homework, they just get in the zone. So they put on headphones, they sit down at their computer, they start working and they are working just solid for like the next two and a half, three hours. And then they're totally absorbed in what they're doing, and suddenly they hear their mother freaking out. The mom just got home. What the fuck have you been doing in this house? And he turns around and he says nothing, and he comes out of his room. There's mud everywhere. There's mud going up and down the hallway to his, to his room. There's mud all over kind of the main foyer area leading out the back door. And the kid, you know, tries to tell his parents, like, guys, I've been working. This is not me. I have no idea what this is. This is not me. I swear to God. They're like, you're in so much trouble. And then his dad calls him over to his room. And they go over to his room, and his door was hanging open the whole time. And written in permanent marker on the side of the door that was open to the hallway was just turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around, look at me. Turn around, turn around, look at me. And who and whoever had done it had clearly been standing there for hours. And this kid has no idea what would have happened if he turned around. But he thinks he probably would have died. And that, like, I, <laughs> they, you know, they wrote it better than I told it. But that was a great one. I loved that one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that yeah. one. There's another one. I think it's I think it's fiction, but it's about a woman that, like, every time she comes back from work, every surface in her apartment is covered in dust. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know, like, she keeps cleaning it, she keeps cleaning it, she keeps talking to the landlord. Every time I come home, like, once a week, everything's covered oh, in dust. Oh, no, no, I remember this. that. 
Yeah, and it turns out like guys are drilling into her apartment. No, guys were in. They're like watching. Yeah, guys her. had they had like a hidey hole in her apartment. Her food kept going missing, and then yeah. one day she discovers dust in a certain room. And yeah, what it is was it was like the dust of the drywall as these guys sawed through her wall. And like I got my um tub, tub refurbished once, and like it got everywhere. Yes, it does. It does. It, I, I forgot. It's like moon dust. Yeah, it's, it's hard and coarse, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> Uh, creepy stories. Okay. Creepy stories. Okay. Creepy stories. It's, we're not Halloween yet, but we'll get there. there. Pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's my couple weeks. Later. So, I finished Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Last night, actually. Okay. And I, I am I'm willing to say that the second half is significantly better than the first half, because the first half is, like, intent on making you really not like Lara. And then the second half, she, like, Chance, like you said, she kind of turns around. There's no actual real sacrifice, to, except for the very, very end. But she kind of, she learns her lesson and it's all, all was well with the world again. But in between those two, she becomes Monster Lara again. That's my favorite Lara. Like, something snaps, and, and I'm going to spoil this. So spoilers for, for Shadow of the Tomb Raider here. So she's being chased by Trinity again. She and Jonah were on a boat, and a helicopter shows up and strafes them. The boat splits in two. They swim in opposite directions. Lara comes up in the outs, like the outskirts, like right outside of an oil refinery, and the entire area had been hitting, being hit with earthquakes. So the oil refinery is on fire everywhere because it's a cool effect. And the radio comes on, and it's, I guess it's a guy. I forgot his name already, but he was, I guess, from the second game too. He's with Trinity, and they know each other. And, and he says, Laura, I know you can hear me. Jonah's dead. Ugh. Come to the refinery if you want his body. And then there's a chase scene where she is chased by this helicopter. Everything's fucking exploding. It's probably the best looking part of the whole mm. game because you've got fire and water and explosions and gunshots. And it ends with her jumping off of a tower as it's, as it's exploding, splashing down into water that is also on fire because there's oil leaking everywhere. And it focuses in on her face just underwater. And the, she's like hearing the words from things and Jonah saying things like, you know, you can do this. I know you can do this. And her eyes open. And it's like, it's not Lara anymore. It's the fucking Terminator. Because... Mm. She like comes out of the water and it's just, it's an amazing shot of just her in silhouette with a fire behind her and you, you just see her shape and there's something in the way she's standing that there are soldiers on the beach and they run away. <laughs> she comes to the shore and there's a guy there who's got a broken leg and he's crawling away and she just walks up to take, kills, takes this guy and knifes him in the face because he's there. He's not even a threat, and she just kills him. Picks up his gun and kills everybody. Is this all cutscene, or are you killing these people? No! this The cutscene ends after you knife okay. the guy in the face. Then it is you again, and it's you against the helicopter, and people jumping in, and explosions, and it's a really dramatic action set piece. And she just is on automatic pilot monster Lara for like 15 minutes. That's my minutes. favorite Lara. And it ends, and everybody's dead, and she just kind of like collapses to the ground and begins to freak out because she realizes what she's done. She's just killed several dozen people. And then Jonah comes around the corner 
because he's not dead, obviously. They don't kill him, thankfully. And she sees him, and there's not this, like, running embrace. There's just this moment where Joan is scared of her, too. And she just begins to weep, just breaks down right there. And it's the best that the character was in the whole game. I like it. Just that one sequence. Yeah, me too. It worked really, really well. And then the the, the last half ends up being there's this like this go, uh, Kukul Khan is the is the Incan or Aztec. Oh shit, I always mix them up. The god that they're dealing with. They're trying to. There's a sacrifice that must be made because when when Laura picked up the da- Laura picked up the dagger, she started the apocalypse. And to prevent it. There's well, there's two ways it can and it can end here when they prevent it. Either you restart the sun and save the world, or you remake the world, and the person who's remaking the world gets to choose how it's remade. They basically have all the power, and so the bad guy is trying to remake the world, and Lara just wants to save it. Um, so they fight, and the sacrifice is that Lara has to give up this power that she has gained by fighting him, and then to restart the sun, and it works out, and then you know. She and Jonah don't end up together. Together, Jonah has a girlfriend, and she ends up back in her, you know, her office in Croft Manor. But the, the second half of the game really, it really improved. The, the levels opened up. The combat was still kind of shitty, but you, you had really cool-looking tombs to plumb to explore. Um, it was just, it, it, it really, it, it, it got better in the second half significantly. It's still not a must-play. I'm still not gonna. I still don't feel comfortable assigning this to anybody to go out and play this, but if you liked the last two, you should finish the trilogy. See, I loved the first one and could yeah. not. But I could barely care about the second half of the yeah. last one. Yeah, I, I got about halfway through the last one and I was like, you know, and I loved the first one. I thought like, holy shit! Yeah, first one was so great. good. Yeah, and the second one felt like more of the same, but I, I guess I just didn't, I wasn't enjoying myself as much in the playing of it. It's the, the problem is it. it it puts itself so squarely in the shadow of like well, Uncharted, is, and it's just I not as good. I felt the same way about Uncharted Four, but that one I actually finished. Like I wasn't hugely positive okay. on Uncharted Four. It's good, but yeah, I yeah. wanted to see what those characters do yes. more than I would want to see more Laura Croft. Well, yeah, it's, it's so true. We were talking about this last week. Nathan's a Nathan's a person. Mm-hmm. Lara is a caricature. She's an exaggeration of herself. Camilla Luddington does her well, damnedest, she, though. Yeah, but the writing is so fucking bad. Yeah, terrible, yeah, terrible it's not, dialogue. It's not good. Pulling, it's not Emily, good. pulling from that <laughs> hack, Emily Dickinson. <laughs> she's going to come and haunt you. She's done with me. She's coming for you Dickinson, next. Dickinson, I've been yeah. reading Jezebel all week. I'm ready for your tricks. Mm. They'll ride on the that's night right. road. That's right. <laughs> because I could not stop for a death. He's only stopped for me. Anyway. Um... So yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it, and it, it is done. I wrapped it up last night, so now I need to figure out what to do for the next What's nine in the days. What's the stack? Uh, yeah. Spider-Man. And yeah, I know I, I, I want to play it, yes, but I... Yes, you I, can. You absolutely can. You will. I can knock absolutely. it out in nine days? Yep. Okay. And okay. it's so fucking good. Like, I kind of want to go back and play it a little bit, you. just to refamiliarize myself with the controls, because by the end of Spider-Man, I was so good at the fighting that uh, starting over with none of the skills was just way more fun than I had the first time I played it. Like, I really didn't understand how I had how quick I had to move and all the options that you had. But once you get it, uh, fuck it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Make it sound like Dark It's really, really good. It's really good. Um, like, it's certainly not so. that in the good in that way, but it's hella fun. 
It's really fun. Yep, that's that's next. I'll I'll start that, and then Assassin's Creed will get pushed off until after Red Dead. Assassin's Creed is going to look. Odyssey sounds great. Odyssey though. is going to look like shit compared to Red Dead. This is going to be like playing no Darksiders doubt. after Bayonetta. Uh, <laughs> and I love Darksiders, but it's apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah. Odyssey, I'm kind of like I uh, the other day I was playing it and I was going after a cultist just because I wanted to level up. And well, okay. Um, did you have the Spear of Leonidas in the first game? I think you did, right? No. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> so this no. one begins at the Hot Gates, at Thermopylae, at the Battle of the 300 and the Death of Leonidas. And it picks up, you know, several hundred years later, somewhere else in Greece, this kid has the, bro- has the broken Spear of Leonidas. And it is clearly an artifact. Like, it is definitely an artifact. It allows... It hums Yeah, it allows it her... It glows sometimes. It allows her to do things that aren't natural. <laughs> um, but, um, but eventually through the game, you come across a place where you can improve the spear and level it up. And the only way to level it up is with items that you can acquire from killing the cultists. And the cultists are a, a, a new kind of addition, mechanical addition to this game. It's a network... And I don't even think you have to deal with it in order to beat the story, but it's the um, it, it's kind of a network of one percenters of ancient Greece, all trying to like you know play politics and make war go on forever so they can get rich off it. And uh, so you're obliged to hunt these guys down just for fun, and that's what I was doing until I discovered that these guys have the things you need to level up the spear. So and and leveling up the spear is a big deal because here's it's fucking stupid. First of all. Mm. I think I was telling the boys the other day that one of the stupid things about Assassin's Creed is you can really, you know, like, it, we've always known that, that some parts of the game were, games were done by different studios. We've always known, like, with Assassin's Creed 3, this one studio kind of worked on the main game. The studio out of Singapore did all the pirate sailing bits. In Assassin's, in Assassin's awesome. Creed 3, that yeah. became Assassin's Creed 4. That's always been the way that Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed games are done. They're just too big to be done by one studio. And in this one, you can really feel... <laughs> That one studio working over here were the guys who were responsible for programming like little skiffs and little boats that couldn't go out into deep water. These same people obviously talked to the people who, uh, who, who did design the horse and how you mount and dismount the horse. Okay. But mm-hmm. these people were not talking to the people who programmed the naval combat because the controls and the interactions are completely different. And this is just down to, I want to start controlling this boat, I want to stop controlling this boat and walk around. Those button interactions are different depending on which type of boat you're on because the different teams did different fucking boats. Like... So the seams really show sometime, what you're saying. That's a, that's a weird thing that would drive yeah, me. And, and so and sometimes they really, really do show. And, um, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get these cultists so I can level up the spear because I saw that the next level up I get with the spear, I get a second quick access menu to, um, uh, to my melee abilities. And here's the way the skill trees work in this Assassin's Creed. On the left of the screen is your arrows abilities, your, your marksmanship abilities, okay? And if you were to select an active ability, like this arrow goes in slow motion and zooms in and you can control it as it flies, you, you assign that to a button that's, that's you, you access by holding down L2 and then hit that button. 
The other two trees are basically like the melee warrior tree and the assassination tree. All of those abilities are considered melee abilities. They all, all can go in a little thing where you assign it to one of the four face buttons and L1. So, there are two trees of skills that you fucking want and four spots to put them in. And then one tree that you don't really want and a full another four spots to put them in with, with a better shortcut, I would suggest. Now, if I level up the Spear of Leonidas, what I get is a second melee shortcut thing. And I'm like, fuck yes, this will be awesome. So I go out of my way, I hunt down these cultists, I get the second melee upgrade thing, and here's what you have to do to switch between the two. Between the first okay. one I filled out and the second one that I just got. I have to hold down L1, then press down on the D-pad while fighting, while fighting yeah. a guy to access this different skill, then execute the skill. Now if I want to get back to the first menu, I have to hold down L1 and press down again. Is that... <sighs> Insanely stupid to fucking anyone else? Yeah. No, that's I, stupid. This that's is stupid. Kind of a decent segue to Inquisition. Not to well, go uh, ahead, go leave ahead. Leave it back to you. But like, the, all I did was just hold down L two, poof, different menu. Let go of L two, poof, it's the old yes, menu. Yes, and that's again. all this needed to be. All this needed to be was let me, you know, let me use any fucking other button as a modifier that I want. Let the other menu be down on the D pad, and you know, this, 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 this. Don't make it be like too fucking. Oh God, it's so stupid. Yeah, like, wait, weren't testers freaking out about it? Weren't they um, pissed? Working, oh, nobody working as testers. Intended. They just work on yeah, not, not a bug <laughs> working as intended. <laughs> Works as intended, yeah. I'm actually trying to do that move here on the controller. I've got a dual shock here. And L1 and down actually yeah. is cramped. Trying to get the yeah. finger up there and move that. Because yeah. then you're then you're not right. moving. You're not While you're in else. the middle of a fight, it yeah. expects you to do this. So I was I was very disappointed with that control decision. And uh, but uh, but at the same time, I still want to go and hunt these cultists. So I saw one that was the same level as me, and he's out in the middle of the ocean. So I gotta go. Like I'm gonna go have a sailing fight against this guy. And I've been leveling up my ship. I've gotten really good at uh, breaking down all the armor I don't need and getting materials that I can use to upgrade the ship. My ship. Uh, I've got like extra armor on it. I've got a bunch of lieutenants going on. I've got. I shoot double arrows every time I shoot arrows. I can shoot fire arrows and fire spears. I can shoot double spears. Okay, let's do this. Not even close. Not, not, not oh, even. Geez. It wasn't even like a fight. It was just, uh, I was just being held down while a bigger kid beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play some Overwatch. And I don't know that I'm gonna go back to it. Oh, That's how many, how many that hours? is how almost every Assassin's Creed game. Sixteen or seventeen game. hours, I'd say, I put into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like so, at the fifteen-hour mark, you're just like, I'm done. Yeah, and it's really disappointing because I spent almost a hundred bucks on this stupid game. I don't know. I don't know why I went ahead and had faith in it. Like, because for a little while it was good. I was really enjoying it. I, I had a great time with Origin, but it just won't stop. It just keeps yes. going. Origin, yeah, that just keeps going. There's something to be said for bite-sized game. Two, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was mm. 18 hours. Great, and if like you can have a taut, interesting story in 18 hours. Yeah, I have no problem with with that kind of you know in, intense, shorter experience. It's fine because I know that Red Dead's gonna be like 100 hours. <laughs> I'm hyped for Red so, Dead. Alex, I hear you're I hear you're stacking creatures on top of one another. I am. I'm actually really fucking uh, into it. I uh, will be right back. You guys go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, so it's world Final of Fantasy. world of Final Fantasy yeah. we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy Pokemon, and it doesn't suck. I wouldn't pay a penny over seventeen dollars. But no, I, that's that sounds about right. I love how when your monsters evolve, you can just switch them back. It's just a new character you can use if you want. 
I just I remember having a hard time finding because monsters come in different sizes, mm-hmm. right? And then you yourself, the player character, can be different size too. You can be yeah. a little chibi guy, or you can be the big guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a hard time finding. I think it was big creatures. There's one size creature that I swear I could never find any of. The large dudes, some of them are walking around, but mostly you have to evolve. Okay, that's probably what it was, because I I don't know if I was messing with evolving very much. Well, it's just like you unlock a different skill tree and it turns into a different character. Ah, okay. It's weirdly complicated for a game that's so squarely aimed at kids, yet is still deep as hell. And I respect that. And the soundtrack is good. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to, like, skip a lot of the... Oh, I've skipped though. all the dialogue. And that's <laughs> yeah, that that fox thing is unbearable. So, so which characters have you run into so far? Which chibi characters? Ah, oh, man, into? we got Yuna, a bunch of people from Ten, and that's about it. Okay, okay. I, yeah. Cloud shows up later, of course. Neat. Then you end up Cloud and Squall interact a lot, and it's actually pretty funny because. They're really not very different characters. No, they're the exact same character. <laughs> kind of mopey yeah. and kind of spiky hair. And so One's that's... got an earring. Yeah. But that, that, I thought that was funny. It's just interesting when they start mixing and matching them. It's like, they, I mean, Square has this incredibly huge cast of characters. Yeah. But they don't seem to tap them as much as they do, like, the Dragon Quest characters. Because like, you've got the Dragon Quest characters, and then you've got these Dragon Quest builders, which is kind of involved. And you've got the Dragon Quest Musou games, mm-hmm. which pull completely from Dragon Quest games. And those are actually pretty good. It's like, what, is, what does Square do with their old characters besides re-release the old games for you to uh, buy again? I mean, it, it, it fixes the most annoying things about Pokemon, to me, which are the balls. You don't have to oh. deal with... Buying okay. Pokeballs. Okay. Which I love. Uh, I have never played a Pokemon game. I've played a lot of games that are that like are like Pokemon, like World of Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne was basically Pokemon with demons, but I never, never once have I touched an actual straight up Pokemon they're, game. They, they are, they are archaic. There was something they, I put up with in 1996, and I played Ruby like maybe four or five years ago, and did not care for it. It seems like they'd be really grindy now if you went so to back grindy, to them. grindy to exhaustion. Yeah, World of Final Fantasy was never grindy. No, it's such, never it's really a was. breeze. It is a yeah. fun, chill breeze. Oh, I, I, I need some, I need something chill and weirdly wholesome mm. right now. <laughs> it's definitely pretty wholesome. I don't even remember who the bad guy was. Uh, it's this dude in a golden mask that's actually kind of the, the the monster design is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The music's great. There was this um, remix of the the boss theme from Nine that was fantastic. It, yeah. well, it's uh, it's pushing nostalgia buttons. I didn't know I had. Is this PC or PS4? PC. It's okay. Locked at thirty frames, but I don't really notice. As long as it doesn't dip, you'll be all right. And it doesn't. No, it's it was cheap as hell. It's worth exactly what I spent on it. I wouldn't <laughs> ever get it for sixty dollars. <laughs> but for what it is, it's it's neat and it's okay. deep. And like I like how like it's, it's almost like a, it's halfway between a PS one and a PS two game, and yet it's got like animation design of a modern game. Like it, it is yeah. this weird clash of like different generations that works because it's that's that is what it is. It's just a look back and all this Final Fantasy stuff. I don't know if that's a design choice. Probably just they didn't have the money, but it works in a weird theme kind of a thing. Well, I mean. When did this come out originally? Was it anywhere close to the last 
mainline Final no, Fantasy? Or was no, it no, no, it was. It? It was, uh, was hmm. it before? Was it last year? No, I, I think it was two. Because I played it, but I think it was like two years ago. Two years ago sounds. Yeah, better. I think it might have been yeah. a little bit before fifteen. Man, fifteen. This is not fifteen. <laughs> this game no, is actually fun <laughs> and rewards your patience. Dudes in a car. <laughs> Oh, this one has a sense of humor. It's not a good one, but at least it's there. It was a. F- I think the story pretty- is actually it coherent. Was about one yeah. month before Final Fantasy XV came out. Oh man, it got really? Dumped. That's that was that was brutal. Wow. Well, I think they're kind of shooting for different audiences. Slightly, I mean, yeah. both are the you know Final Fantasy enthusiast, but whatever. Having way more fun with this. <laughs> You'll probably finish this. You didn't finish fifteen. Uh, no. <laughs> I uh, I checked out uh, the Color Madness DLC on Darkest Dungeon. Oh, what do you think? I, I think I need to put more time into it, and I'm definitely not willing to recommend it yet, um, which is kind of weird based on Darkest Dungeon DLC, because I loved everything else they've added. Uh, the new characters were all wonderful. Uh, the Crimson Court content was fantastic. But this is all new enemies, um, a whole new enemy type, where... These, uh, okay, so like this, this, this shard has fallen from heaven, from the heavens and crashed near the miller's, uh, homestead. And shit's going wrong there. And so you go out to investigate and all these creatures are like, uh, they have, they're, they're made out of like blue green crystal almost. And they're like corrupted people that are becoming infected by this blue green. And so these are enemies that you've never faced before, which is really cool. And they're um, they're kind of using moves that you've never seen, which is part of the reason why I loved uh, Crimson Court so much. But uh, the first thing you have to do is go in with a with a group of level one ones or twos and or zeros, and uh, and just do a, do a quick little run and see and see what's up. And so you do it, and it's just like a fight that lasts a really long time. Because just guy, you, you, you wipe a bunch of guys, more guys show up. Keep on fighting. Fight as long as you can. That's the whole deal. Fight as long as you can. And I haven't been able to go back because now it needs a, a team of level threes or fours. And I just don't have a team that I can field right now at that level. So I gotta level up some guys to, to field a team to go back. But if that's all it is, is just an endless grind for more loot. I I don't really find that as appealing as the base dungeons or the Crimson Court dungeons. Like it's just not that interesting to me yet. Maybe I'll fight. Aren't the dungeons just a? Grind they are, but they're wonderful. But but, but like a constructive no, one. But the beginning, yeah, and, middle, and, and then and there's like a roguelike factor going on, and you're doing the strategy of the duration of your run, and when you're going to use your supplies, and what you're going to use them on, and. When you're not going to use them, there's a bunch of decision making. That's, that's an excellent point, Alex. There's a bunch of tactical decision making that goes into both Crimson Court runs and normal dungeon runs that this just takes off the table. Which I guess is kind kind of a simplification. You don't have to worry about torches. You don't have to worry about camping. You don't have to worry about food. But you should bring along things like holy water to buff your party, increase the resistance. Bring along bandages to get rid of bleeds. Bring along stuff to get rid of blight, stuff like that. You can use those consumables. Those are still helpful. But I miss all that other tactics. I miss the story of this party going into a dungeon and what happens to them over the course of it. Now, again, I'm saying all this kind of negative feeling after a single run, after the first thing they have you do, and I haven't tried the second one yet because I haven't been able to. How long did it take? Um, Not even 20 minutes, maybe, for that first one. Mm. Yeah. So less than like a multiplayer Oh, no, dungeon. no, no. It's, it's, you know, it's Darkest Dungeon. It's brief. Is this yes. on Switch? 
Yeah, it's okay. not on the PlayStation consoles yet. But it is. Yes, it's also on PC. PC or a dark. Uh, I, I think it came out on iOS, Switch, and PC first. Yeah. Wow. Just because of the certification I hadn't gone through with Sony yet. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is Sony turning to Apple, or do we need to worry um, about that? No, just the the name change <laughs> thing kind of gives us heart that heck, maybe they're turning into Microsoft in terms of reacting to what consumers want. No, they'll. They'll, they'll turn to they'll do the god thing god king bullshit again. Probably. I'm sure. Second job. Yeah. If, if, if Microsoft doesn't really challenge them at the beginning of the next gen, yeah. Uh, they will. They will. I have. Finished. I played like zero Overwatch over the weekend because I was so into Odyssey at the time. I played like maybe three hours of Overwatch all weekend. How's the new Junkenstein? Thing? Um, it's identical to the old Junkenstein thing, except there's more characters. You can you can uh, pick more characters, but in turn, but are you fighting the you same? You are fighting way? the ex- and not only that, but the same placement. And when Symmetra comes out now, now her ult is the giant barrier, and then she walks through it and comes to where you guys are standing and fights you. <laughs> like it's kind of dumb, no. but it makes it harder to deal with the like the robots that are coming to break the door. But it's it's um, a lot of people in the community are pretty disappointed. Like there there wasn't oh. any kind of new. Uh, new mode for uh, the summer games. There wasn't. There's no nothing really changed with Junkenstein now, except there's a bunch of voice lines added. Um, so the community kind of feels like they're phoning it in. But they have said that right now, what their focus is, the team's focus is balance and getting everything balanced. Either that or Overwatch Two is coming out. Uh, next I don't year. think so. Thereby invalidating all of your loot box purchases. <laughs> oh, that would be... That would be a burn. And what would be worse is if Overwatch 2 happens and Tracer is not on the roster. Oh, they hate Tracer. No, they love Tracer. They, they? Officially, they no. love her. But um, but lately, it does kind of feel like they do hate her. <laughs> they love her. They're going to make an Overwatch 2 eventually. You it's think? going to happen. Because there, there sure isn't a World of Warcraft yeah, 2. I kind of... Well... Um, I, I think there's an argument to like be the, made. Like the stylized graphics are so timeless. I don't know well, if they really have to do an Overwatch. Okay, it, it'll happen when the loot box sales begin to slacken, or at least like a year after the last character. Well, I, I think there's. An, are there any more characters this? There's no more characters this we're year. We're expecting another character and another map announcement at BlizzCon. Yeah, ah, wow. I mean that, that's kind of the expectation. But unless it's a new tanker support, like just fucking go away. Don't bring in another DPS. There's so many goddamn the, Yeah, there's there's too many damage right now, and the last two that they brought in were Doomfist and Sombra. So I'm I'm done with fucking bringing in new heroes that stun or disable you. Like, let me play the game. Stop invent. Stop mm-hmm. putting in heroes that prevent you from playing. I hate it. So we're really hoping for a tank. I, I would I would take another primary healer. I mean, we've got three primary healers. And three kind of off healers, uh, so I think we're okay there actually. Yeah. What is kind of Bridget hold? not a healer? No, Bridget is. Yeah, Bridget's support, but she's certainly not a main support. Okay. Like, if you had a, um, if you didn't have any healer and you picked Bridget, you probably won't have enough heals. If you didn't have any healer and you went Moira, you might be okay. I like the versatility. Yeah. There. Yeah, Moira is, well, you, you just need something that can keep a tank up, and uh, Bridget can't. So what what do you need for a new tank? So who are the tanks? Um, Roadhog's yeah, a tank. You got Ro- Roadhog, Diva. Okay, it works like this. <clears throat> There's the off tanks. The off tanks are mm. Roadhog, Diva, Zarya, 
Uh, am I missing anyone? I don't think so. Roadhog Di Vazaria. The anchor tanks are Winston, Reinhardt, Arissa. Ar now, oh, yeah. Winston is less of an anchor tank than Ryan and Arissa. Ryan and Arissa are a boat. This space is mine. You can't come in. Winston is more like, this space is mine for the next ten seconds. Ha 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 ha. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and then disappears. What's, what's Roadhog? Uh, Roadhog is definitely an off tank. He doesn't actually okay. provide, like, with a Reinhardt or Narissa, that shield is there. I know that this safe space here is safe for me to move through and shoot guys from. With with the Roadhog, okay. what he does is he creates a space in front of him where the enemy team doesn't want to go because they're going to get hooked if they do. So it's um, it's a very different way of playing, and it's, yeah. So you, you, you think they need an actual, another dedicated I, I tank? I wouldn't mind. Oh, also, yeah, and, and Hammond is also definitely uh, an off tank. So I feel like they have two and a half anchor tanks, and they could use a third. But then you're opening yourself up to comps of, like, a bastion and three shield tanks. And, <laughs> and you know, a, a bastion, a Ryan and a Rissa, and whoever this hypothetical new barrier tank is. And, and one thing I'm sure people would love is one of the characters introduced in Diva's short was um, one of the other people on her mecha squad is goes by Demon, and Demon drives a mecha. I think it had like a flail or something. I don't remember what the weapon was, but there was a shield on one of its arms. I would love to be that uh, the one DPS hiding behind the tanks, though. Be that bastion behind the tanks. Oh, man. oh that's how I play Zen all the time. Well, that's how that you have to play awesome. Zen. That's how I, I, I got yeah. bastion. Where are those knives I got from? bastion on Mystery Heroes, and we had an Orisa and a, and a Mercy. And I had a fucking carry bastion game, man. I've never had a carry bastion game, but I just went out there, sat on point A of Horizon, and just never died. And every now and then, Arissa would go over there, and I'm like, ah, I hear a flanker, so I would just hop up, walk over here, walk up to the high ground, win a duel against a Widowmaker, jump back down, join my team. It was amazing. I had an amazing... There's nothing like Karen. That, there's, there's nothing like just, just saving everyone's ass. Yes, yes. So, and I so never good. really had that experience on Bastion until this Mystery Heroes game. I love Bastion. I love it when you get the, just the right choke point and just mow down. And this same <laughs> night, I actually had a 15-player kill streak on Anna. On Anna in Mystery Heroes, um, I, I, I don't know if I really carried that game, but I felt like I was just kind of landing everything I needed to. Like a Widowmaker, like, jumps up to high ground and actually scopes right in on me, and I just, she's dead. Just land three shots right on her. It was beautiful. And, um, and just landing sleeps left and right. And so at the end of the game, it go, it creates cards, and the cards are like, this person dealt more damage to the enemy team than any player on either team. So, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I got the kill streak card for Anna. I survived longer, killed more people before I died on Anna than anyone on either team in that game, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> so I've, I've had some real good times. I've had some real good times this week in Overwatch, but none of them have been on the weekend. Yeah. They've all been, like, without my brother, tragically. Because every time he's ready... Is he, is he no, done? he's, he's is he not. He's just lately... He... He's got an excuse to not get on until it's past time for me to go to bed. And like I, I gotta go oh, to bed because yeah. I, I'm sick of being tired all the time. Work in the morning. Yeah, I'm yeah. tired all the fucking time, and I'm sick of it. So I'm trying to get a good night's sleep. Oh yeah, and I had the most epic C9 of my life. C9? Yeah, C9 is a term for a team. Prior to the official Overwatch League, there was like a I don't remember what the league was called, but there was a pre-official league, and um, and one of the teams was called Cloud Nine. Now, Cloud9 became famous, not just because they were pretty good, but because during one tournament, 
I think it was no less than three times, they won a team fight and then left the point and lost the match. Uh. So they won the fight, but lost the war. And so now the term for that is called C9ing, where like you're in, your your team, okay. you know, it, it's the end of a King of the Hill match. The enemy has the point. We all land on the point together. We beat them all off the point. We kill them all. Yay, guys! We did it. We won. What do you mean defeat? Oh, none of us stood on the point to take it back. So mm-hmm. that's and so now <laughs> just the term for that is called C9ing. And that's exactly what happened to me. It was a hard game. Uh, I was fighting my little tracer ass off. I was pulling off amazing shit. I was dominating these guys to the point that they were pulling out counter picks and going straight for me. It felt really, really good. I felt like a badass. And, um, and at, actually, no, I was all golds. Yeah, I was all golds this game. And it was like 41 and 11. I was dying too much. We didn't have much heals, whatever. And, uh, but then at the end of the game, I'm kind of by the enemy spawn. They have the point. They have it at 99% and it's an overtime. We had the point up to 99%. All we have to do is switch it over and hold it for five seconds and we win. So I'm at the enemy spawn and one of them is coming back to the point to reinforce. I get behind him, kill him. I move a little bit forward, kill the next person going back, going back to the point, kill them. I land on the point. There's two guys on the point. I kill each of them. I've killed fucking everyone. That's it. We're taking the point back, guys. Oh my god, I can't believe we did this. Great job, everyone. All right, I need some heals. I'm just going to go get a health pack. Defeat. Because I, mm-hmm. because I was the, the one standing on the point taking it back. I was the only fucking one. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, but I played an Arissa game last night because uh, Arissa got a little buff where they reduced the spread of her gun. So I decided to play around as her last night, and I like tank carried a game on Horizon. I full held point A and just a grace aggressive shield placement took on point B. There was one point where I'm on point A and I throw my shield on one side of the point just as a soldier drops behind me well away well away from where I've placed my shield and uses his ult. I've got you in my sights. And instead of doing anything kind of panicky, I turned around, walked up to him as he shot me and killed him. Just I have more health than you, soldier. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was it. I just have more health. I win. <laughs> you have more health, and you're landing. And I, well, your he, shots. he was automatically landing his shots, but it doesn't matter because I I got more health. <laughs> you got more health. I win. So Sorry, <laughs> but I'm really hyped for this weekend. I think this weekend is going to be a lot of fun. This is my weekend. Nice. Uh, my weekend starts actually tomorrow after work. I got Friday off. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but uh, for, for the listener, this weekend is Resonance of Fate on PS4. And uh, Dark Souls on Switch. I will play. Dark Souls on Switch is hot shit. Is it? So there's is no it? like connectivity I don't know. issues. But it's it's Dark Souls and is it's it? on a handheld. Do you need more information? Is it gonna run? Okay, is well, it gonna run? Let, let me first throw out there that it's Dark Souls on Dark Souls on a handheld. Okay, like I, I play it... Dark Souls on a PC, and I even like in buttery smooth 6 FPS, I could barely stand blight down. Okay, but you have to appreciate that this is Dark Souls, but it's on a handheld. Yeah, I understand that. That's 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 the beginning and the end. Does not excuse poor performance. I'm, I'm sure Blight Town will be a problem. <laughs> like, I have no doubt. <laughs> it was a problem on the PS3. It's a problem on Alex's PC. Blight Town will always be a problem. Oh, uh, is a frame rate making you fall? Really far? That's, I'm sorry. Here, here, Here's poison you can't cure. Die. Do it again. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll give you the ability to cure it in the next area. <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing about to smash you to death on the bottom. You'll be fine. Go over there. 
the real enemy all the time was the frame rate. Ugh. I'm still hyped for it. I can't. I can't <laughs> wait to fucking explore the. Undead no, I love bird. that game. I played it so much, I can never play it again. No, I. I think I. I just. I played it once or twice when it first launched, and I haven't touched the original Dark Souls since. I haven't seen that giant crow since. I, it's been like eight oh, years. Man. It feels like. Yeah, I picked it up in like 2014 and just loved the yeah. shit out of it. That was like half a summer yeah, I'm vacation. Pretty for it. And then, not too long after that, I'm going to have Diablo 3. Oh, wait, Diablo 3 is like November, I think. Yeah. That's November, yeah. But that on a Switch sounds like mm-hmm. shit. I... I'm going to have some good times with this thing. Can I set that up on your desk and take the Joy-Cons off and stare at it oh. that way? Yeah, I, I don't know if I can look at Diablo 3 straight for another couple <laughs> months. You, you, you got a little, <laughs> little overexposed, I think. Oh my god, man! Too much hell. It was. It, I, 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 I had a blast. <laughs> if there was one more character, well, I could get the. No, I'm not spending 15 bucks in Necromancer for. Necromancer's <laughs> pretty good. You'd love. You'd fucking love the Necromancer. Oh, I love it, but I'd. Pay, I wouldn't pay more than seven bucks for that. And it's never coming down from 15. I don't know. I, the, I'm Steam not. Sales. I'm not. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. It's probably not through Steam. No, yeah. it's Blizzard. Nope. Blizzard doesn't. It's, it's not Blizzard worth the, the Blizzard sale? tax is like seven dollars. I'm not. I'm not paying it. Yeah, and that's one another one of the things I'm kind of pleased with this Switch thing is like everything's in there. Necromancer's in there. The uh, Reaper of Souls is in there. No, oh, it would have to be a Game of the Year yeah. edition. It's like six yeah. years old. <laughs> um, so we does that mean we're ready for headlines, gentlemen? Uh, I believe so. Time for headlines. Headlines. <clears throat> in Overwatch news, a balance pass for Roadhog may be up on the PTR as early as this week, according to Jeff Kaplan. Where it is, this won't be a significant rework a la Mercy Simmer Tour, but just some adjustments. Roadhog players panic all the yeah, time. We were, we were theory crafting the other day, or yet last night actually, on the Penny Arcade forums about how good some characters are in Junkenstein. And one of them was talking about how fast, how Tracer has to basically reload between every kill. So it's one second to kill something, one second to reload, another second to kill another thing. And I, and I, and then they started talking about like if a McCree or Hans were landing headshots and how much they can do. And I go, well, you know, I, I think you're not really giving Tracer too much credit. Like, yeah, she has to reload, so her effective DPS is actually only 120 damage per second because it's 240 damage in the first second as she's shooting, zero damage in the second, even at out 120. A Hanzo deals 120 damage per shot and fires about a shot a second. So if they're both landing their headshots, they are both effectively killing two enemies every two seconds, and it evens out. But wait a minute. Hanzo actually can fire a full charge arrow every 0.7 seconds. What this means is Hanzo can effectively kill three enemies in 2.1 seconds, while Tracer can only kill two, which is a 30% increase in killing. So really, you're absolutely right. Tracer needs a buff. Uh, and Han- and that we're not even taking into account the fact that Hanzo has the Storm Arrow ability, which deals like 400 damage over the course of two seconds, or like 440 damage over two seconds. So Tracer obviously needs just a little extra little bur- bit of burst damage. What I would suggest is her blink deals 50 damage to all enemies in a four meter radius. 
and <laughs> and her <laughs> rewind deals 200 damage at the point where she rewinds and the point where she reappears. Now, I know what you're thinking. Uh, I, you're I thinking 200 jacked. damage is not enough when an ability like Storm Arrow or Reinhardt's Charge or whatever, or even a Doomfist Punch, can, can do more than that. Well, what I would say is that the health that Tracer gets back kind of balances it out. So I think 200 would be adequate. So you're, you're, you're trying to give Tracer a telefrag, basically. I'm just trying to, you know... Teleport through and do damage. Now, the, the thing is, if this happened to Tracer, she, it would never happen. <laughs> it would never happen because a pro with yeah. those abilities, like a Genji can kill people by swift striking back and forth through them, <laughs> doing 50 damage. <laughs> so a Tracer could just blink back and forth and deal. Oh, God. What is 150 times 6? 150? Uh, well, 600, 900. Wait, wait, f- 50 times, it would be 300 times 3. Yeah, 900. Would, yeah, she would 900. Do, 900 yeah, exactly. deal 900 yeah. damage. So yeah, no, maybe not. <laughs> That's vicious. It'd be nice though. Um, the Overwatch team has announced this week that the $12.7 million raised for the Breast Cancer Re- Research Foundation this year via the Pink Mercy skin and gear went towards these three breast cancer initiatives. Uh, the BCRF Precision Prevention Initiative, the BCRF Translational Breast Cancer Research Consortium Award, and 25 separate different research grants. Yeah, there's a whole cool. breakdown on the okay. Blizzard site. Uh, the first DLC for Insomniac Spider-Man is coming next week, three fucking days before Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and this one is going to feature Black Spider-Man and Black Cat. Uh, it will include new missions, a whole new enemy faction, and three sweet new suits for Spider-Man. It's going to be awesome. Definitely. How much are they going to charge for that? That sounds like a $15 uh, DLC. I think, I think it was 10 yeah, and okay. and you can do All a right. season pass for twenty five, so I should I should probably do that mm. season pass. Well, um, some PS four players were receiving PSN messages this week that were basically bricking their consoles. You would get a message just ba-ching, someone sent you a message, and the message was a box with an X in it. Chamberlain, what does that mean? It means that it is unable to, like, render or display whatever is actually in it's the a message. Scripting error. That's right. Yep. And this scripting error would basically your console would just go blip. And and so you'd yep. you try to turn it on and it would boot until the point where it would start looking at your messages and it would go blip. And the only way to yep. fix it was to install the PlayStation messaging app on your phone, find the message on uh-huh. that app, delete the message, go to your PS4, do a factory reset of your PS4. Uh, mm, factory. Well, I, I also heard that a database yes, rebuild yeah. fixed it, booting it, booting it in the safe mode, and yeah, doing a sorry, database sorry, rebuild. Right. Turn phrase. So, so it's still pretty bad, and I still can't believe something like yes, this made it through. But I believe the firmware update yes, is Sony already Yes, Sony said out. That it was already patched uh, just the other yeah, day. Yeah. So I, I and I immediately turned off my notifications because I know some fucking Overwatch dipshit is going to brick me for you know waving at him after I shoot him or something. <laughs> I'm I had glad heard that I didn't it was... have to use YouTube yesterday. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. let's talk about that right now. What do we know what happened? Did they ever announce? No. No. They'll never say. Like, but that's kind of huge to take down YouTube. So I never went in there. Was it was it like you just got like a like you a site not you, you could, Like I think it was just all so yeah, the site would load, the video wouldn't play. If you had the video, if you like had YouTube up and you started a video, you walked away, the video loaded, and then you came back after the site crashed. Um you could you, you could still you watch, could what, watch you what you'd previously yeah. loaded because it was all in your system memory. But if you tried to watch anything else, this video is unavailable. 
So it was like hmm. this. It was like the the pipe of the internet that that connected YouTube to all the YouTube videos uh, was gone for a minute. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Somebody's gotten fired. Maybe, maybe, or maybe it was like a very specific DDoS or something. I kind of hope it's an attack and not just. You hope? Do I hope it's an attack? I, it's an attack. I don't. No, okay, maybe I don't hope attack. it's an attack. I really hope it's just someone fucking. Yeah. Because if someone out there is taking down YouTube, what's next? What else could they? Hmm, take I don't, I mean, yeah. Hospital well, infrastructure. Oh wait, they're already doing that. It's not like there's an important that. election <laughs> coming up that this could be used on. Oh well, that was, the YouTube thing's not as as disconcerting as Facebook getting hacked again yeah. before the election. Oh again. yeah, did you? There was one where uh, a Trump supporter made a pro-Trump dating app for Trumpies to date each other, and yeah, the, yeah. and it, it gave up everyone's data the, the day very it first day. Everyone's private data was publicly available. <laughs> God lord! <laughs> but here's the thing: if you signed up for that, you deserve it. Well, yes. Sorry. We are getting that, quite political now, yeah. audience, but we're also yeah, being we honest. I, I know, I know. But it's all really tech-related. It is. Uh, uh, <laughs> Daddy dating game, Dream Daddy, is coming to PS4 October 30th. Yeah, I, I'm not going to play it. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I mean, I'm glad fine. it exists. Yeah, that's I'm not the market for it, yeah. but I definitely uh, approve. Which rem- which reminds that's, me, Senran Kagura, the new Senran Kagura game, got censored by Sony. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. They're not letting you fondle yeah, the girls. Yeah, yeah, and and that's really cool, frankly. Like, um, it it this is kind of coming on the tails of Sony completely blocking that stupid dating advice game that was made by some fucking yeah. bro about how to you know get women to sleep with you. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so just like with with kind of the events of the past year and the whole the whole Me Too thing. No, 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 no. You can you can, you can trick women. <laughs> you can trick them into sex. Well. God, In fairness, damn. you can trick a lot of men into sex very easily too. Well, <laughs> you, there's not but, a, you don't even have to trick. Yeah, we're we're pretty stupid as far as, far as that goes. Well, I'm desperate. For, for some reason, that that reminds me of a line from Do you remember a Bruce Willis movie called The Last Boy Scout? Okay, so yeah. he yeah, Damon so he, wins, Bruce yeah. Willis catches this guy uh, sleeping with his wife, and the guy's like, "Man, I, I, I swear to God, it was an accident." And Bruce Willis goes, "Oh yeah, it happens all the time. I, I was working on the faucet, slipped, uh, slipped, tripped across the floor, and my dick went in your wife. <laughs> it was an accident." <laughs> anyway, uh, is it Dream Daddy a Game Grumps production? Isn't that part of their? Uh, you deal? mean like, did they make it? I thought, yeah, I thought they were like, like very much involved mm, with that. Okay. Googling. That's, I mean, that's, I think it's an Aaron Hansen joint. At least there had someone involved. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google the name, or I'm going to search the name Hansen. Yeah. Um, the development of Dream Daddy started after the proposal of the game by Vernon to Aaron Hansen, to which Aaron immediately approved. Yep. Tyler Hutchison, the director, blah, blah, blah. So, so definitely involved somehow. Maybe. Developer yeah, Game Crumbs. Okay. I thought, okay. yeah, I thought well, Game Crumbs was a streamer group. They are. It's okay. just they are. Well, They're I mean, the one okay. That makes money. Game, yeah. Game Grumps is honestly has reached the level of Penny Arcade. Oh, really? Almost. They're huge. Yeah, yeah. Aaron and um, oh, oh. Danny of Ninja Sex Party are. They're hmm. big. They're really. I didn't know that. And you know, it, honestly, they got big after they kicked John Tron off the show. There are reasons for that. Oh, yeah. He's a racist piece of shit. Yes, How does he that is. sound? <laughs> yes, and, he is. And, and Danny is precious, a national resource. Yeah. So, 
Eagle Raptor, I can give or take. I don't really like him that much, but Dan, I, I would I would have a drink with Dan. He's a good guy. Well, I like I really like. I mean, in the same way, I like that Senran Kagura exists. Um, I like that Dream Daddy exists. I like that the whole Otome genre yeah. exists. I like that. Yeah, I mean, there there are, there's definitely a market for it, and yeah, man, give him games. That's awesome. And unlike Piers Morgan, fatherhood is sexy. Yeah. yeah, and then I can't believe, yeah, Daniel Craig. How do you go after Daniel Craig for being effeminate in any direction? When you're just the worst. When you're yeah. just the worst. Piers Morgan is not. He's, this is not the first time he said something really. He says stupid a lot of really like stupid things, based on what I gather. Anyway, yeah, he's been having yeah. a bad six years. He should just stop tweeting. Yeah, yeah. Is he still on CNN, or did he get kicked off CNN? I don't know. I don't want to sure He's not. It's not even worth googling because he doesn't Agreed. matter. Nope. Uh, the Resonance of Fate remaster will be delayed in Europe. You'll have to wait another five days till October 23rd. Is there a physical release of that, or are you Digital stuck with only? the bits? Yeah. Ooh, I'll, that's going to burn. No, I'll still bit. get it. I'll still get it. I know you will, but it, it won't go no, in the safe. But, you know, it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of less of a collector than I used to be. Like, every time they offer me a special edition at EB, I'm like, <laughs> no. And, um... That's healthy. That's healthy. And they get confused. Like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> and when, um, when actually this... I had to stop at four Funko Pops. When the nah. remaster was announced, my first thought was actually, I wonder if there's going to be a physical release of this in the Asia market, because there usually is. And I didn't even look. Oh. Let's look right now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> See, I'm I'm sorry. You were getting Asian. better. You were getting better. And then I was like, hey, you used to like this. Why don't you like this anymore? Why would you stop smoking Resident crack, Chance? I've got some crack feet. right here. Remember how fun I crack, crack was? You, you may have positive cats uh, in your life, but you know what those cats aren't? PS3, they're not crack. They're not crack. Guide. No. Player's Guide. No. Tries, you might need no, cats. No, there is, cat. there <laughs> is no <laughs> physical release of the Upward. Anywhere, it would seem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Play Asia would have wow. it from any region. And they don't. Okay. <sighs> Uh, you may have seen All Games Delta tweet out today that Japanese copies of Red Dead Redemption 2 ships on two Blu-ray discs. North American copies are shipping on two Blu-ray discs. My EB Games guy called me the other day and told me. And, uh, yeah, so there's going to be, like, what, 100 gigs of data? 100 yeah. gig, yep. At least I don't have to Yes, download. that's kind of it. Is is I'm kind of worried about Friday that my Switch is going to be downloading like, like, for hours just to get... Freeing up 200 gigs is enough of a little project. Yeah, I, I hope there's a preload because I bought that game digitally without really thinking. And I'm gonna get you got Red Dead digitally, well, yeah. and you yeah, can't cancel. You can't cancel gigs. a digital pre-order. No, you can't. Ugh. The last couple of games, the last physical game I bought was God mm. of War. Forza Horizon was digital. Far Cry Five was digital. Red Dead's digital. Do you have it plugged into your modem, like with a LAN cable? Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. that that helps. I don't lot. use Wi-Fi for yep. either of my consoles. I, I actually I pulled an Ethernet cable down through the heating ducts from where it is into the basement area so I can have them hardlined. Yeah, no, so. like I I like an idiot got Destiny two with the Wi-Fi in there. It took yeah. almost a day. Man. You know what helps? You know what helps a lot Ooh. with the download too? Doing it on an Xbox. Having the disc. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> also true. It's completely Xbox is true. So much faster for downloads than PS4. Anyway. Yep. Uh... I'm getting crazy speeds off Steam these days. I'm so happy with that. Well, that's because Steam has got to work kind of some kind of like distributed network thing where you're driving bits from places. Kind of like almost like a torrent mm-hmm. site, I'd imagine. Like I'm going to pop into XCOM 2, and that's like 80 gigs, and I had that in less than 40 mm-hmm. minutes. 
Yeah. Um, on the, still on the topic of Rockstar, Rockstar founder, uh, what was it? Uh, God damn, was it Dan? I think it was Dan Hauser. Uh, proudly yeah. recalled folks working 100-hour work weeks on Red yeah. Dead Redemption 2. Bad <laughs> look. So, yeah, there was immediate um, negative reaction from all gaming media sites, pretty much, uh, saying this is not something to be proud of. This is toxic. We were telling you that this was horrible when the first Red Dead Redemption came out. Um, the backlash was vicious. So he's since backpedaled. He since yeah. came out and said, man, I was just talking about how hard I worked during this one week while we were working on the stories once. I certainly wouldn't expect any employee of mine to do that. And the wording he used was we would never force someone to do that. But oh, if they wanted see. to keep their Yeah, job, but if they ever but if they maybe. ever wanted to be a promotion, it would be good for them to, you know, really show how engaged they are and passionate they are about the product. Now, he didn't say that, but just saying we never force anyone to do it. Hey, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. No, you sound like. How do I put this? So, it sounds like a factory boss from yes. the twenties. I'm yeah, not going to no, force no. you I, to I, stick your hand there was in a, there. Did you see the, the? I think it was on Kotaku where this lady had a comment that she worked for an unnamed publisher, and every week she'd bake everyone like a theme cake, and they mm. spent half an hour a week eating cake, and it, it every Friday they'd have a cake day. And she's working hard on them. She had pictures of like her portal cake and stuff. And they ended up taking her aside and it's like, we don't like your department. You're slacking off all the time. And if you do it again, if you bring another cake, there will have to be layoffs. And she was terrified because she had brought a cake that day. Half an hour a week. There was, um, uh, I I read a tweet from a guy who was basically saying that um, he, he came in, he did his job, he always got positive reviews and was told by no less than three people at his company that he would never get promoted from his current position because any time he was asked to work free overtime, he declined. Work Correct. free overtime? <laughs> he declined. Uh, he just didn't say yes to things enough, and so he left. Uh, but yeah, like it's, it's it's a major problem. It literally kills people. This takes years off their lives. It ruins marriages. And as a result, I have canceled my pre-order of Red Dead Redemption 2. As, oh, as a statement. A as a statement. Because the only way to hit back at Rockstar is with... is with. And of course I'm lying. No, I'm getting the game. I'm so fucking hyped. I'm yeah. so fucking hyped to play Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> We're part of the problem. And yeah, we no, feel I do. I do a little bit. But... A little bit I do. Here's the thing. Enough. It takes a lot of courage to make a labor union. They desperately need a labor union. We can't make them do it. I don't know. I can't start a labor no, union. And, but that's what needs to happen. And Yeah, no, you're right. No, that... That's the only way to stop this. That is absolutely the solution. And the thing is, is if you're working on... If you're working on Red Dead Redemption, if you're working on Grand Theft Auto V, and if you stick it out and you're a team player and you keep a smile on your face and you work 100 hours a week, you will get in the credits of Red Dead Redemption 2. And you go out and you apply for a job anywhere else and you can say, I did the horse animations on Red Dead Redemption 2. Everyone's going to be like, can we please hire you like fucking now? And if you're the guy who starts talking union, you're not going to get that credit. You might work there literally uh, 1,001 days out of the 1,002 it took to make the game, or fuck, even off all 1,002. And if you're just a dick or they lay you off at the last minute, they will take your, they could take your names out of the credit and there's nothing you could ever do about it. And so you could put that on your resume and they'll call you a liar. Like, Rockstar... 
Rockstar has a lot of cards because people want to work there to say they work on a Rockstar game. Yeah. Well, I mean, Grand Theft Auto Five is the what is it? The highest earning piece of any kind of, of media time. ever. Yeah. Movies, music, doesn't matter. And yes. Red Dead Two is not going to beat that. Yeah. You, you, They're not going to be able to milk Red Dead Two the way GTA Five yeah. Online has yeah. been milked. No, I agree. And you know what? I'm fine with that because I have no interest in that part of the game. I just want to be a cowboy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm th- and and yeah, I'm I'm totally willing to ignore the fact that you know this came from really exploitive labor practices to enjoy that. That's awful. But you, we got over it for iPhones. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's a lot of things I should be ashamed of. Yeah. Uh, Crisis, Crisis 2, and Crisis 3 are all going to be backwards compatible on Xbox One soon. That would be great if I ever, ever wanted to touch those games. I enjoyed Crisis 2, but it was pretty, um, how to put it? Short? Well, am I thinking of 2 or 3? I might be thinking of Crisis 3. Crisis 3 was good. But it was very vanilla. It was very just like... Yeah, it just, we don't have a reason for a shooter to exist, but if we had one, we'd have this cool-ass mechanics to go with it. It was well, like we, yeah, it was like we have yeah. this license. Let's use it. Yeah. Uh, there is a pricey Diablo three Switch bundle available exclusively at GameStop. It comes with with a black Switch with Diablo art on the back, a Diablo three carrying case, and a download code for the game. I hate these. Not even physical copy yeah, of the game. Hate, Come on. I kind of hate bundles with download codes. In fact, when I bought my Switch, I walked out of the store, looked at the box, realized it was a download code, turned around, walked back into the store, and paid an extra thirty bucks for a physical copy of Mario Odyssey. No, that that needs a little book of Cain with a disc inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be so awesome. Right? That would be awesome. <laughs> sure. 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 Uh, THQ Nordic announced this week that there will be two DLC packs following the launch of Darksiders 3. We'll see if you deserve DLC Darksiders 3. No one believes it. No one believes it. I don't they've, believe it. I want they've got to their horse, and they've got their cart, and they're in the wrong yeah. order. <laughs> Come yeah, on, well, guys. Yeah, well, they're pimping the next game. Like, I'm worried. I want reviews. Dark, I'm not going to buy it with... Darksiders. Yeah, I'm not... Well, we don't... We're not sure yeah, of that yet, yeah. but that's... We sh- I... They, they, if they don't have faith in it, why should yeah, we? Yeah, I'm, I'm really going to well, lean on reviews, and then I'll buy it when it's cheap, and then insult it on my blog. I will play it. Eventually. Yes. Because the dialogue sequences I've seen are Yeah, and, they, and as someone who loves the lore of the, these games... It's yeah, I'm digging lore. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I was, I was just digging those cutscenes, but nothing about the cutscenes beyond the dialogue, <laughs> like not the way they looked, yeah. not the way these characters looked, not the way they animated, um, just what they were saying and what they were talking about. I was like, oh, I love this stuff. I, I like, I like the design of Abaddon with that huge like arc on his back. Abaddon. Well, that's the dude you were talking to in that one dialogue sequence we've seen. We've seen tons of dialogue sequences. Yes. From Darksiders 3? Uh, the one the that I saw it definitely was an Abaddon. She was talking to the Lord of the Hollow. Lord of the Hollow. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Like the big yes. goat-looking dude? No, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the same thing. A- no, Abaddon is an angel who uh, 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 engineered uh, the end of days and became a demon became yes. a giant dragon yes, and you yes, fought yes. him at yeah, the end of the first yeah. game. Yeah, yeah Alex. Mm. <laughs> I mixed up... <laughs> Mixed up the Darksiders lore. I am not, so I'm not a true fan. <laughs> See, the problem with Darksiders 3 is that 
honestly, the rest of this year for me is like yeah, broken it's, already. It's, pretty, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's mid-October, and between Spider-Man, Red Dead, and Assassin's Creed, that's like my yeah. year. It's it's like that's a it. mouse trying to shout for your attention as Titans walk past yeah. it. I, I'm dreading that and the inevitable microtransactions of Borderlands 3. Hey, speaking of microtransactions, I've been meaning to ask Chance about this. How bad are they? How intrusive are they? Intr- in intrusive would be 0%. I haven't even really? noticed them. I would have to go looking for them. And I don't okay. know where to find them. Yeah, because like so, in Origin, it was like, if I wanted to skip the game, I could do this, but I don't. I think you could buy levels in Origin too. I think sure. you could. Yeah, you could buy. There was a there was a Helix currency or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's not we're not looking at that uh, that last Lord of the Rings game, The no. Shadow of Mordor, where the end game was unplayable without buying. I'm still boxes. curious I, what that game is now. If I were to play it fresh now that they've patched out, the probably a lot that. better. I would bet you it's a lot, a lot better because there are some really cool. But you'd have in to like game. you'd have to rebalance the entire third act. Well, that's appealing to me, you know? Now it becomes slightly appealing. <laughs> the thing is, it's not like I loved the first one. I really didn't. I thought it felt super derivative, and I thought the environments were really shitty. I thought it was over halfway... Th- it ended halfway through the actual game. Well, see, this last one did the same thing because it does something really, really cool, and then you don't get anything new. I spoiled that I for you guys, so. didn't I? Yeah, like, it's just like... You become a Nazgul. Yeah. And I'm like, this is awesome! It should open up a whole new skill tree. No, no, now you're in the third act, and the game sucks. Ah... Uh, uh, Oh well, <laughs> like there was like two areas in the first game. It was ridiculous. Yeah, no, this was this was a lot bigger. Okay, it wasn't bad. I just, I honestly, I didn't finish it. I got it, to that it did a shit job managing your expectations. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. You're like, wait, I'm fighting the last guy now. Like, seriously? Oh, we're we're just done. Okay. Game does that. Right. we're done now. Okay. Pacing yeah. people, pacing. Like we ran out of money halfway through. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> but buy this so we can make the next one. DLC yeah. coming soon. Like the only game that's yeah, the only game that's ever gotten away with having to scuttle like the last half of the game, I think Starksiders too. You, you can tell. Yeah. What they planned on doing no, in the I second agree. half. Like those big ass empty maps. Like we're sorry, but we have a lot of assets and two good dungeons. But it was, you know, enjoy. it was really enjoyable up to that point. It's just that after that first yeah. that initial huge first area and the second huge area, you expected a third huge area. And it just and Straight you just goes, nope, here's end. heaven, <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> yep. Well, then there's hell. One dungeon oh, yeah. in hell. Yeah, it was really disappointing. Well, yeah. that's what happens when you don't have developers with bottom. But the game, you know, but the game itself money. was fun to play. And I was think I was thinking about oh, was. why Odyssey works at all for me, beyond the setting and the story. And I think the setting and the story is actually the biggest part of it. Um, but I was thinking, I was comparing. I was comparing Assassin's Creed in my head to specifically The Witcher and almost any other action RPG. And what Odyssey does well are things that no other action RPG like this does well. What it does well is moving around the environment easily. Like climbing on... I did I did like... Odyssey yeah, like climbing on top of shit. Thoughtless. I mean, that wasn't rough. Yeah, climbing on top of shit is thoughtless. Um, The combat is just kind of, like, pretty smooth. It's actually pretty smooth. There's nothing offensive about it. It's not particularly deep. Uh, When you do a... um when you when you do a perfect guard and ching, you know, get a moment of slow mo, it feels really good. But it's just that it's it's how you navigate the world feels really good in this. But it's never precisely fun either. It's just easy going. <laughs> it's not offensive. 
Unless the guy's one level then above it's offensive. you, then you're fucked. That's deeply offensive. Yeah. <laughs> or the same level in the case of that freaking cultist in the ship, it would seem. <laughs> I guess I just don't have a level 15 ship. That's where it's forcing you to the Maybe. DLC. Would, would you like a tougher guys. ship? Yeah. All you have to do is pay 30 bucks and you'll have all this armor. No. 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 No, not going to do it. No. No. Yeah, did you get, like... You remember the trimenes in, in Origin? No. Yeah, it was it was awful. Like I don't know. Like I thought they had nailed naval combat. What's a trimene? Um, the the ships you sail oh. in Origin for like a hot oh, second. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't as I good as Black Flag, but it wasn't. There was that. There was like one or two missions total. Yeah, just like the two of ship combat. Yeah. Hmm. It's like I had way more fun in Black Flag. Yeah. Well. There are no sea shanties in Origins. There are no. in Odyssey, though. Yes. There are sea what? shanties? And they are sung yeah. in the original oh. Greek. Good. And, awesome. And uh, you can change between a male and a female crew, and the shanties they sing will change depending on what you've got. It is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, so, wait, can, can you... Can you Chase can down you, floating no, shanty sheets? actually. Nah. Can you sail with a female crew from the island of Lesbos? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I got I got one crew free as like um you know that Ubi club that they've got and for some yeah. reason just by playing these games I get Ubi club points and I always get just yeah. enough to buy like the little shitty things and one of the little shitty yeah. things was a crew uh, a female crew in assassin armor and I was like yeah that sounds pretty cool so I did that and I had that for a while and then I was curious what the guys sounded like so I switched up to the guy crew and no the the shanties are all lovely. They're really cool. And because you don't know the language and the way they're doing the harmonies and the harmonies rising and falling, it sounds really nice. It is cool. Yeah. yeah. But I do miss cannons. I'll say that. Yeah. Shooting shooting bows, and shooting bows cannon. from your ship is not quite as cool as like, fire! Yeah. Those cannonballs, whether like the two cannonballs together exactly. with the chain, chain in the middle shot. for taking down yeah. the mast. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome stuff. And I, and I do miss it. So... Right. And that's all I got. Well, yeah. T minus nine days. T minus like two days. Dark Souls on Switch. Well, Dark Souls everyone on must Switch. flagellate themselves nine times before playing in honor of a hundred times in honor of each hour for each week that uh, every Rockstar employee gave to that game. Uh, no, we do. I mean, we we, we do. feel bad about feel it. bad about it, but just not bad enough not to pay Rockstar for that game. No, we're, we're addicts. I'll admit it. That's that's true. That's true. Or maybe. I like I to just, think we're yeah. dreamers, hopeful that this will be the game that is the game of our dreams. Remember that cartoon you put up about changing the system from within? Mm, which one? <laughs> yeah. I, need to, I, need, I haven't done a political comic in a while. I need to. Just when, when I get, yeah, when I get extra like depressed about things, I do the comics less, which I know I shouldn't. I should do them more, but... Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys are doing all right up yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Up, up here we're okay, but... But we have to watch. You aren't like sponsoring murder. Yeah, well, like, let, like, let's not let, let, let's not, not get too deep into <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, let's, let's worry about early voting starting in North Carolina. Go out and do yeah, that. There's like I a, certainly there's like did. a shift happening in the world, and it's not pretty. No, you it's guys not. are leading. It's okay. Hurricanes will wash it all away. Eventually. Oh bullshit! We're not leading anything no, anymore. You're, we you're, don't even have. We don't. We have like a quarter of the staff of the State Department. You're leading, leading a change a in the culture of the world and how uh, countries interact with each other, and what constitutes the truth. 
All I can say is early voting in Georgia is up awesome. 400%. Ooh. Yeah. But will they count? Yeah. That's a great question, Chamberlain. Yeah, really is. <laughs> all those early votes don't make a difference if they're all sitting in bags or underneath somebody's yeah. desk. Whoops. Where did those come from? Well, you don't want I don't know. Liberal don't district? No, no. Mercy me. No. We'll get them off buses first. And, that'll, and, that'll and just wait. If it comes out <laughs> the other way, well, it was rigged. We're going to have to enact yep. har- harsher, uh, har- harsher voter, voter ID, ID laws, laws to make sure this never happens again. Gerrymandering. Things so if you don't have a car, fuck okay, so, you. So now that we've significantly <laughs> depressed everyone, the that's resident, enough. All we right. can't beat it. Resonance can't. of Fate Remaster comes out tomorrow. Yeah. There's yeah. Uh, 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 Ant Man and the Witch is now available for rent and streaming and purchase on Blu-ray. Yay! I'm totally looking forward to seeing that. Seeing that. I'm going to watch that this weekend. Yeah. All right. That's okay. good news. All right. Well, and on an up note, okay. I'm Alex. running a giant metal hand, and I'm going to go back doing that. <laughs> nice. And it's fire I, lo- I love those guys. Yeah. Lefty and righty, if you get yeah. them actually yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, welcome back. Thanks for yeah. being here. Yes, sir. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Look out for the, you know, ghostly spirits of, of very dour women. Yeah. You never know. Oh, I'll say it to her face or her, mm. you know, ethereal presence. I don't, I don't <laughs> thank give a shit. You <laughs> Your thank. firebrand feminism for several for 150 years ago means nothing to me. You don't hold up as well as you think. Ah, oh well. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you in a week.